Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Craft and Cluster podcast, a show all about marketing your wine brand in the digital age. I'm your host, Heather Danitz, a photographer and social media consultant based in Santa Barbara wine country. I help wineries tell the true stories of how they get their wine from grape to glass. In today's episode, we are going to be talking all about what not to do on Instagram and what you can do instead. As a social media manager, nothing is more frustrating to me than seeing brands I love making easily avoidable mistakes on Instagram. They can do so much better. They're wasting their time. They're wasting my time. These are all common things I shout at my phone when scrolling through Instagram. Back in August of 2020, I had finally had enough and decided to go live on Instagram to talk about all of the things I wish brands would stop doing on Instagram and what I suggest they do instead. It remains one of my most popular Instagram lives to date, so today I wanted to go over those five don'ts and do's of Instagram once again so that you can stop wasting your time on BS strategies that just don't work. Let's dive in. Instagram don't number one. Don't post to your feed multiple times a day. Back when Instagram sorted what posts you saw chronologically, it was beneficial to post to your feed every day and even multiple times per day. Thankfully, Instagram's algorithm has changed so that it prioritizes feed posts based on more factors, including interest, relationships, timeliness, frequency, and how often you are on the platform. So, for example, I interact with a lot of wineries because that's who I provide support for, but I do have a friend who owns a brewery that I follow, and because I'm not always interacting with beer-related posts, I don't see those posts at the top of my newsfeed, even though we have a very close relationship. I have to scroll a little ways down to see posts from that brewery. So that's how the algorithm works these days. You could see a post from a winery that posted three days ago before you see something that someone posted a minute ago. That's why you don't need to post multiple times per day. You don't even need to post to your feed every day, and in fact, I highly recommend against that. Whenever you make a post, that effectively halves the life of your previous post because you're indicating to the Instagram algorithm that your newest post is more relevant than the last one. This means that you aren't giving your previous post a chance to reach more people, which will lead to lower likes, comments, saves, and shares overall, leading to the Instagram algorithm showing your content to even fewer people as it is thinking that you aren't creating very valuable content. In short, with your feed posts, the object is quality over quantity. Don't waste your time and energy on a ton of lame posts that deliver zero value. Instead, focus on creating no more than two or three value-packed posts per week. All of that said, I would recommend posting to your stories every day. I can almost guarantee that many of the feed posts you've done in the past would have served you better on your stories. Statistics even show that 500 million people watch stories every day and 62% of people say they've become more interested in a brand or product after seeing it in Instagram stories. And unlike the feed post, which must be carefully written and planned for maximum effect, Instagram stories are so much more low maintenance. Each slide need only be 15 seconds long, 
and they only last 24 hours, so you can experiment more with tone and imagery than you can with a feed post. And while we're on the subject of only posting quality content, don't split your feed photos into multiple posts. Okay, let me explain this trend if you haven't seen it before. Some brands think it's a good idea to take a single image and split it up into nine individual images. They will then post all of those photos in order within minutes of each other so that when you look at that brand's profile or grid as we call it, you can see the entire image. Sure, it looks cool when you go look at your profile, but most people don't actually pay attention to the way your grid looks. They are more interested in whether or not your content is going to give them value. And by their very nature, you must post all of those photos within minutes of one another, which will annoy the hell out of your followers who are all of a sudden inundated with a bunch of photos that literally do not tell the whole story unless you look at the grid. Remember what we talked about on Instagram don't number one about not posting multiple times per day? Posting a ton of posts in a short span of time will wreck the algorithm for you as Instagram will see your audience scrolling past without engaging and will be all like, this account doesn't post anything valuable and will stop showing your posts to your followers altogether. That is the last thing you want. And finally, there are very few photos that look good in pieces like this. I've actually seen this backfire in a very unsettling way. When one of the pieces of an image a wedding venue decided to split in this way showed a groom's, um, crotch area. When that venue's audience was scrolling through their newsfeed, they all of a sudden had an unsolicited crotch shot staring them in the face. Slightly humorous, yes, but it was also unprofessional on the company's end and did nothing to give their audience confidence that this was a venue they should be spending many thousands of their dollars on for their big day. So instead of potentially scarring and annoying the hell out of your audience, I recommend that you instead offer them something valuable in the form of a carousel post. A carousel post is a single feed post that has multiple slides that your audience can scroll through. This will satisfy your desire to share a ton of photos or videos at once, and it will give more context to your post. The photo the wedding venue split up was actually quite lovely as a whole. It would have been better for them to use that photo as their cover photo with a graphic as the second slide of a carousel post that described how their audience could book a wedding at their estate. And what's cool about carousels is that each time your audience scrolls past that post, Instagram will show them a different slide, which will effectively double the chance that they will stop scrolling and actually engage with your post. This is the exact opposite of what would happen if you posted a bunch of photos separately in a short time frame. Okay, the next Instagram don't on our list is don't use the auto post feature on your planning app. Some social media planning apps like Planoly and Later allow you to auto post any posts that you have planned. This means that you can set it and forget it by creating your post and scheduling the planning app to post it on your behalf. While this may seem like a great idea, especially for those of you with really busy schedules, it can pose a lot of problems. Let me explain. Sometimes we plan posts and when the date rolls around to post them, the message is no longer appropriate. 
An example of this is when we first went into lockdown in March due to the pandemic. Many brands had already scheduled posts with messages telling people to visit their tasting rooms. They then had to scramble to delete those posts, which can be more time-consuming than just not having the post go out at all. Plus, it just looked unprofessional. These brands ended up losing trust amongst their audiences because they allowed a message to go out that was no longer true. That said, I do recommend that you schedule your posts in advance, but manually post them. By batch planning your posts ahead of time, you free up your time to get back to doing what you love most. I find that it is easier for me to create four posts in an hour than to create a single post in an hour. Many social media planning apps will allow you to plan your posts in advance and then will send your phone an alert when it's time to post. This way, you will have all the content created and scheduled in advance, but when the time comes to post, if you find that the message you had originally planned is no longer true or appropriate, you can simply not post that day, or you can take the time to reword the post so it does work. Okay, Instagram don't number four. Don't post and ghost. I see this all of the time and it is so frustrating. Brands will make a post on Instagram to quote, fulfill their social media marketing quota for the week and then just disappear into the abyss until they make their next post. When you just disappear from the platform instead of responding to comments and DMs, you are communicating to your audience that all they are to you is a number. And that's just not cool. Instead, I recommend that you engage with your audience five minutes before and five minutes after you post, at least. Remember that social media is meant to be social. By engaging with your audience, you're telling them that you're accessible and responsive, which makes you more trustworthy. People are more likely to make a purchase from brands that they trust. So by responding to comments and DMs, you will have a higher probability of making a sale. In fact, studies have shown that 30% of consumers say that if a brand doesn't engage back with them, they will take their business to a competitor. This is especially true if the customer is reaching out to the brand with a complaint or issue with their product or service. This means that by not taking the 10 minutes to engage with your audience, you could be losing out on business. Don't let that happen to you. Our fifth and final Instagram don't is don't forget the three E's of social media. While social media can be an amazing marketing tool, it wasn't originally intended for brands to sell their stuff on. Always keep in mind why people are on social media in the first place. They are there to be entertained, educated, and engaged. So as long as you're doing at least one of those three things when you're creating your posts and interacting with your audience, you will be good to go. Okay, that's the end of our list of what not to do on Instagram. To recap, I recommend that you, one, don't post your feed multiple times per day and instead post two or three quality feed posts per week and save your daily posts for your Instagram stories. Two, don't split your feed photos into multiple posts, but instead use a carousel post to give your audience amazing value. Three, do plan and schedule your posts in advance, but don't use the auto post feature on your planning app. 
just post them manually. Four, don't post and ghost. And five, don't forget the three E's of social media. I'll leave you with a final piece of wisdom for today, and that is to be consistent, learn what your audience likes and doesn't like, and most importantly, enjoy yourself. Instagram is a free and fun marketing tool if you know how to use it right. All right, we've made it to the end of another episode of the Craft and Cluster podcast. If you found this episode super valuable, be sure to spread the love by screenshotting, sharing, and tagging at Craft and Cluster on Instagram so I can connect with you and see all of the awesome ways you are implementing what you learn here. And to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Hey there, you just listened to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a production of Craft and Cluster owned exclusively by me, Heather Danitz. The opinions and statements in this show are those of me and any guests that appeared on the Craft and Cluster podcast and are for entertainment purposes only. I cannot guarantee any particular result or return on investment based on any statement from this show. But what I can guarantee is my extreme psychitude that you are still listening to this, even though the episode has ended and this is clearly a disclaimer. You are super dedicated. I like that about you.